0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Roundup, brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom at Blogging the Voice, or on Twitter at DannyPhantom24. It is Thursday, October 14th, 2021, and we are enjoying another wonderful week where our Dallas Cowboys are sitting in the winner circle. Or would that be winner star? I don't know. Either way, they're winners. That's all that's important. The Cowboys will take their 4-1 NFC East leading record and head to New England to play their bonus game. Remember, this is the extra 17th game we get this season. If you're unclear why it's against New England, the formula for the 17th game is quite simple. It will always be against the AFC division they played two years prior. And this season, that division is the AFC East, since they played them in 2019. And the team chosen is simply the team that finished in the same respective place in the division standings. New England finished third in their division last year, as did Dallas. So that's why we're seeing the Patriots this season. The Cowboys hope to keep this winning streak going with a nice road win in Foxborough. The Cowboys have not beaten the Patriots on the road since 1987. That was 34 years ago. Speaking of 34, it was number 34 himself, Herschel Walker, who scampered off for 60 yards in the walk-off TD in overtime to get the win in that game. While the Cowboys owned the series lead 7-6, to The wins by both teams have come off of winning streaks spanning two and a half decades. The Cowboys dominated the first 25 years, winning the first seven meetings between these two teams, dating back to 1971 and lasting into the mid-90s. But the Patriots have dominated ever since, winning the last six contests. In recent years, it's been frustrating because it's felt like we've had chances, but for one reason or another, we just couldn't get it done. Back in 2019, the weather was terrible, and everyone had trouble scoring. In fact, there was only one touchdown in the entire game, and that came after the Cowboys had a pump block that gave the Patriots the ball deep in Dallas territory. The Patriots won that game 13-9. Back in 2015, the Cowboys again failed to score a touchdown, but this time it wasn't the weather, it was the Whedon. That was the year the Cowboys had backup quarterback issues after Roma went down, where they lost seven straight and finished with a 4-12 and record. We almost had them in the game before that in 2011, but a touchdown pass from Brady to Aaron Hernandez in the final 30 seconds squashed that opportunity. And who could forget the shootout in 2007 when both teams went into the game undefeated? The Cowboys were coming off that great Monday night victory against the Bills, where then-rookie kicker Nick Foll kicked the game-winning field goal not once, but twice for good measure. Unfortunately, the Cowboys' perfect season ended the following week against the Patriots when they came up short 48-27 when Brady was throwing touchdowns to Randy Moss and Wes Welker. The Patriots stayed perfect and remained perfect the entire season before losing in the Super Bowl to the New York Giants. Fun fact, the 37-year-old Nick Folk is now the kicker of the Patriots. What a small world. On Wednesday, McCarthy addressed the media and was asked about the success of the team's run defense and whether it was a product of jumping out to big leads or if it's because they've been able to shut it down early. McCarthy said they put a huge emphasis on stopping the run and coming into the season, credits the coaches and players for doing an outstanding job, and that stopping the run is the starting point of any great defense. Let's listen in to what Coach had to say
0: comes down to you know the the way our, where our guys are playing. I mean, if uh, you know having the lead and people trying to run the ball to keep our offense off the field, you know that, that can be part of it too. But no, I just think uh, you know our, our run defense was priority number one coming into the season. You know I, I think the players and coaches have done an outstanding job. Um, you know just uh, we're playing it differently, um, you know than we did last year. I mean, you know we were, we were more in a transition to what we want it to look like this year and. Uh, I think Dan is, you know, hammers it each and every day and, and uh you know once again I, I just think our guys understand it that that's the starting point of, of any great defense.
1: The Patriots top defensive player is free agent linebacker Matt Judon, who signed with New England this past offseason after two straight pro pull seasons with the Ravens. Judon has been wreaking havoc on the Patriots opponents this year as he already has six and a half sacks on the season. McCarthy was asked about how the Patriots use him. And what problems it could present for the Cowboys' offense? Let's listen in.
0: They, they do a really good job of matchups. I mean, it, it is frankly what we're, what we're preparing for. Um, uh, they will have a distinct, you know, pass rush plan. Uh, f- for our offensive line you know in our pass protection unit so how he matches up um, this week you know what we anticipate and so forth goes into that but he's ex- clearly we have him as the most disruptive player in their front uh, without a doubt I mean his numbers speak for themselves uh, so you know, you know coming over from Baltimore so you know we we've, we've, we've tapped into some Baltimore tape but you know I think the biggest thing is you know who's you gonna line up on you know and, and uh they'll, they'll have a distinct plan for us so that's that's who are focused on.
1: A distinct pass rushing plan? Hmm. Would that include attacking the Cowboys' backup right tackle? That's definitely an area of concern, and McCarthy was asked how Terrence Still is holding up. McCarthy didn't want to give away too many secrets, but he did say they fully expect the Pats to come after the young offensive lineman and Steele and center Tyler Biotish. Check it.
0: He's doing a really good job. I mean, he's a very conscientious young player. Um, you know, I think we all recognize the jump that he made from year one to year two. I love the tenacity and the strength that he's playing with this year compared to last year. So um, he'll be challenged this week. I mean, I'm sure they'll, you know, with him being a young player, I think Tyler will be another player that they, they try to challenge. So, um, you know, that, that's part of our preparation. So that's all the secrets I'm giving out. So we need to quit this in.
1: I like secrets. Okay, Mike, so what can you tell us? How about some latest injury updates? The Cowboys had some key defensive players missing practice on Wednesday. Cornerback Trayvon Diggs is dealing with an ankle injury and sat out of practice. We'll have to keep an eye out and see if he practices today or what this could mean for his status on Sunday. Safety DeMonte Casey also sat out with a hip injury. And defensive end, Dorrance Armstrong remains out of action as he recovers from an ankle injury. Armstrong is not expected to play on Sunday. Running back Ezekiel Elliott, Ribs, and defensive end Randy Gregory, knee, and safety Donovan Wilson, groin, were all limited on Wednesday. Speaking of being limited, rookie corner Kelvin Joseph and second-year tight end Sean McKeon were officially designated for return from IR, which means they have a 21-day window to activate them. Joseph suffered a groin injury during the preseason and has yet to make his NFL debut. He is the team's second-round pick, and fans are anxiously awaiting to see what he can contribute to this defense. If it's anything close to how these other early-round drop picks are doing, we're not going to be disappointed. When Joseph returns, he expects to challenge Anthony Brown for reps on the outside. However, from the way Brown has been playing lately, the veteran isn't going to make it easy for him. McKeon suffered an ankle injury during the preseason game. The team isn't hurting at the tight end position by any means as Dalton Schultz has been tearing it up. But getting McKeon back gives them another viable blocker to work with. Not to mention, McKeon was looking good as a receiver at camp, and with Schultz in the last year of his rookie deal, it's going to be important to get a good feel for what the team has with McKeon. Both Joseph and McKeon participated in individual drills on Wednesday. And more good news, there were no new players added to the COVID list. That's it for our updates for today. Make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire week, Every day we got something new for you. Later today we'll have a new episode of Riled Up with Roy White and Tom Ryle where they will preview the Cowboys' upcoming game with the Patriots. That's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe, stay happy, stay true to the silver and blue, and we will catch you later.